the Mark West Sports Podcast. All right, welcome to the 2021 Mark West Sports Podcast. And man, you got to say that with a little bit more confidence, man. It's 2021. Hey, man. It's, man, we barely made it. I, I just want to say we we barely got here, bro. Like 2020 was was crazy. It's out the window. It's a new year. I like the background, West. You know, you know, it's it's, it's celebration time to just kind of move on uh, to the new year. I mean, the reason why I say that with with a little bit of a, I guess you know, kind of a down because you know we got to start off with with, with some downers, you know. Um, you know, okay. and, and just just to clarify to everybody viewing, this is um, basically a sports podcast where we give you that real. Uh, there may be some cursing here and there, you know, but, you know, we're just being real. We're just being ourselves and we just want to give you the raw and real. Um, and we're based out of Miami. So there's going to be a Miami sports focus. So first and foremost, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to touch on the team of my background the Miami Dolphins, their season unfortunately ended uh, last weekend. I mean, we're, we were expecting them to be playing uh, this weekend in Super Wild Card Weekend. We were expecting them to be there. The situation going into last week, they had to win, at least win, win a game or have one of three teams lose. And, and in typical Dolphins <laughs> fashion, the one scenario that couldn't happen did happen. They lost, and all the other three teams won their games. So, unfortunately, the Miami Dolphins, after a 10-win season, which is a great season, overachieved, if you ask me. We are going to be watching the playoffs and not in the playoffs uh, this week. It's all good. Uh, but it, but it's all good. Just, just like you said, Wes, it's all good. The future is still bright. But there's a lot of talk, and I'm going to bring this topic up, and I know you love this topic, Wes. <laughs> there's a lot of talk about Tua's performance one, which I think I think was, it was perfect. I think it was a decent performance because he was just put in a bad situation. They fell behind, and he's more of a – at this point of his career, he's a check-down quarterback. He's checked down Tua right now. But that's all right. Tom Brady was checked down Tom Brady for like the first five years until he got Randy Moss and started to blow up. So I'm cool with that. He had three interceptions just because he was trying to push the ball down the field. Um, Well, the, the dolphins did lose in, in, you know, in somewhat embarrassing, embarrassing uh, fashion with a 56, 26 loss last Sunday, but there's a lot of talk about Tua. Um, being a bust already. Which is, uh, come on. Which is, I think is ridiculous, but there's a lot, man, if you look at the, the different dolphin, dolphin blogs and, and the people talking on the radio, they're saying that Tua is a bust and they need to look into maybe a Justin Fields or um, the kid or the kid from BYU, which I think man. is ridiculous. One, because the kid is just, you know, he's just learning, you know, and then two, the evidence was in that game on the other side. Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen was 
you know, he was average. I would say kind of just like how Tua was uh, this season. I mean, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't spectacular. Uh, but this season, he is spectacular. Josh Allen is an MVP candidate. He's that good. So I think Tua has potential to be that good, if not greater. And I think this season, overall success, but kill, kill that Tua uh, is a bust noise. Yeah, I'm going to kill that all off rip. You know, right when you brought that up, you see me over here shaking my head, you know, doing all type of different gestures, man. Those people that want to say that, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They just people that want people to click on their on their links for for views. We actually know what we're talking about when we actually talk sports. Um, um, the fruits is in the pudding. You know, you 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 can go back and check our previous podcast. Majority of our our our, our calls was on point from from the score. Um, yeah. if, if we did get the score wrong, it was by like literally one point, not one touchdown, one field goal, one point, you know, so, so, um, you know, people going to go ahead and listen to who they want to listen to me. I'm loyal. You know, these same people talking trash about Tua right now, you're going to see, they're going to be on his dick. Like, like everybody is with Josh Allen. Like you said last year, I mean, he wasn't great. I mean, you have people wide open and, and he throw the ball into the stands, you know, I don't know how somebody can actually, you know, um, you know, just it's night and day turn that switch on from one year to the next. But hey, it is what it is. Things things happen, you know, in the NFL. Um, it's unfortunate that he's in the AFC East with us, but it's all good, you know. Um, again, like you said, Tool was placed in a bad situation. Me, you, we all said that. Look, we we look at Tua like, all right, yeah, we got the quarterback that we wanted. This is what we're gonna go ahead and do. Is Patrick going to go ahead and start for the whole season? He's going to sit back on the bench, wait a whole season, you know, and, and, and come back next year and, and have his first starting job. I mean, COVID none hit us, you know, no training camp, not that much time with coaches, with your players after after games, this, that, and the other. So, so um, like you said, I mean, um, he was put in a bad situation. You have Devontae Parker do I, that I do think is a – can, can be one of the best receivers in the league if he stayed healthy. But again, the trend happened. He wind up um, not being healthy for a lot of the games. I think he missed like three or four games. Um, it is what it is, man. Um, it did show that he he did try to fight back and um, play through, um, you know, with injuries and stuff like that. But the Miami Dolphins, we, you know, uh, Everybody talking about we need a new wide receiving core. You know, I kind of convinced you on one of our podcasts that we have receivers coming back. But, you know, I think about it and I kind of want to switch my stance on that. Why? Because you have Nah, I'm being real because you have wide receivers. It's loyalty over here. And I understand um, Al Hearns, you know, you you made that decision to, you know, sit it out because of COVID. Albert Wilson, same thing, you know. But, you know, for me, just sit out the rest of your on contract with the Miami Dolphins for me because this um, your your decision actually made and break our actual season. We wind up um, getting rid of um, Ford going to the Patriots. The Patriots probably obviously seen something that we didn't see because we brought him back, and then we clearly seen w- w- the reason why we let him go. We let him go because look, he's dropping all type of balls. I look at Jakeem Grant. And, you know, one of my arguments was like, yo, he's built just like the guy from um, from Kansas City, you know, both of them run fast as fuck, you know, on what why he can't do the same thing. And, you know, 
it just like some people are great and some people are just good. Some people have speed and some people have speed and elusiveness. So um, we need um, raw receivers, Preston Williams, you know, like I said, he was injured. I mean, it could be a good thing and a bad thing because Preston Williams, he will be coming back. Um, I think that, that'll be his last year on a, on a free agent contract or some shit like that. So we ain't paying him that much, you know, um, those other two, um, Wilson and Hearns may come back, you know, cause they're under contract, you know, we could kind of buy them off, buy them out if we want, but I'll keep those guys. I'll go ahead and draft the, um, Monte Adams, you know, number three, or I'll trade down one or two spots to like the fifth pick, depending on if another team need a quarterback, you know, we know we got our quarterback in Tua. Um, I like the snatch that the court on the, the coach actually gave, you know, this is our quarterback throughout the season when he when even when he took two out the game after the game, he let everybody know like, yo, this is his team won't give a fuck. And, you know, we do notice his that is that's it's it is to his team. Why? Because Chan Gailey, he just resigned. You know, there was rumblings that he got fired, you know, but if he got fired, that mean that the Miami Dolphins will still have to pay him his contract. If he resigned, that mean that we won't have to pay him that money that we would have had to pay him in the first place. So um, we know that Chan Gailey is, he, he has ties with Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, and that's that's all it's going to be. We had a little magic this year. We went 10 and 5. It's all good. But it for me personally, it's time to go ahead and move on from Fitzpatrick because, you know, I don't want to looking over his shoulder every time. As far as a recap for the year, you know, I think we played well. You know, we see that we got um, um, Van Ginkle. He's a real good player. You know, I don't know if he's a Dean or uh, or a linebacker, but I do remember when I went to the to the um, game where we did lost to um, um, the University of Miami, did lose to Wisconsin at the um, at the um, Dolphin Stadium. I don't remember which, oh. which game it was, but I was there. You know, and I remember yeah. being in the stands and seeing Van Ginkle everywhere. I'm like, who the fuck this guy is, Rudolph? Like, what the fuck yeah, is going I, on? I, I didn't even realize that was the same dude. But yeah, um, yeah. And, 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 and so we got him. We <clears throat> we draft. We got um Ogba on on a steal. You know, from um I think it's from Kansas City or Cleveland. I'm not sure which team. Still, it still was a steal. You know, we got our center right now. I thought it was gonna be kind of a problem us getting rid of Pouncey. Our center held his own. We drafted three um, um, rookie um, linemen. They all look good, you know, so we don't need to draft no linemen. In, um, um, well, maybe, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the Dolphins going to do, but I wouldn't draft a, a lineman. So, so I yeah, think, we, we, I we, 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 exactly. Linemen. One I thing, one, one issue that we probably going to have is Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard going to demand more money. He's looking at Jones on the other hand getting bombed all day, you know, in the later um, half of the season, um, you getting, he's getting paid all this money. And I mean, I could have sworn Devontae, I'm not Devontae, but, but um, Xavier Howard was getting paid good money, but. Uh, yeah, I, I believe he just got a new contract. This exactly. But I, I, I heard rumblings in the radio this morning, him talking about he may want a new contract and you know, the Dolphins, if he want a new contract, when he already have a contract, they may want to trade him. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully it's just some bullshit. People talking shit um, because I do like the X Man. You know, um, it, it, like like we said, it's like the Sam Madison and Patrick Sertains. You know, so so hopefully that's not the case. But hey, it is what it is. We 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 didn't make the playoffs, but fuck it. 
You see Marcus, he still got the background. We still loyal yeah. over here. You know. And it is what it is. You already know. We're, we're looking forward to, to the draft. We get we get two draft picks. We get the third pick in the draft, by the way. And then Devontae we, Adams. You said Devontae Adams? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, you you be having me dreaming about shit. But hey, uh, <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't that make sense? I mean, didn't he? I think he played with Tua before. You know, he could have got out um, last year um, when you had, uh, I think, two other raw receivers on Alabama that went. And he said, "Fuck that! Let me go ahead and and come back." And he actually played better this year and had better numbers this year than he had last year. So, hey, it is what it is. I heard on the um on the radio that he weighs like one seventy five. And this, that, and the other, but I don't care. You know, he's a playmaker. He'll probably be the new Odell Be- on, on, on Odom on Beckham Jr. or whatever. And, and yeah, I, I I seriously do not think that's happening, Devontae Adams, bro. Because Aaron Rodgers is 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 loving life over there. Like he never really had a legit number one receiver like that. And you know, I actually think that's the favorite to to make this to the Super Bowl now, and it's because of him. You know, Aaron Rodgers has always been Aaron Rodgers. He just never really had no help. So now he actually finally has a receiver. You think the one, the one year that that he finally has a legit receiver, and he he's been there before. Obviously, he just never been healthy the entire season until this season. My my bad. I said De- Devontae Adams. I'm talking about the motherfucker from from Alabama, the one that won the Heisman. Oh, the one that it, won the Heisman. You're and his name Devontae. Yeah, oh, Devontae I'm saying, uh, yeah, Devontae Smith, Devontae oh. <laughs> Parker, Devontae Adams, Devontae Smith, all they have the same thing. Y'all need to start n- naming y'all kids some other names. Yeah, Devontae. I know. Even my even my wife's nephew name is Devontae. We need to change this <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, Devontae Smith. Um, Number three. I, I mean, I, I can see that. I can definitely see that happening. And I, and I agree with you about letting go of players like, Albert Wilson and um you know Alex but you know they'll probably stay for less money though because they hometown kids um or, or dudes I should say um but if they asking for too much money then yeah let them go or just let them walk and you know sign a, a younger receiver because the, the NFL draft these days produces receivers like you know hotcakes it's just you, you're always going to find a big play receiver to come out of the draft. You know, Jerry Judy, you had from last year, you had the dude from um, that's on Dallas, uh, CD Lamb, um, the one on Minnesota who made the Pro Bowl. Um, can't think of his name, but you know, he'd be doing the, the gritty and stuff. Um, Jefferson is his, his last name. I can't think of his first name, but uh, yeah, receivers are a dime a dozen. But back to the Dolphins, really. Dolphins had a great season. And let's also cons- uh, take into consideration that this was a COVID season, bro. This was a COVID season. And Fitzpatrick, and I didn't realize this until the, the, to the day of, that Fitzpatrick was unavailable for the game against Buffalo because of COVID. I'm happy and, that happened. Huh? I'm happy that happened because after watching that game, we didn't deserve to make playoffs. I was gonna say the same. I was say I was gonna say the same shit. We didn't really deserve to make the playoffs anyway. 
You know, we weren't good enough. If you ask me, that was like a playoff game for us anyway. Because to me, I think the Buffalo Bills right now are the favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. And if we can't beat the Bills, what's the point of being in the playoffs anyway? Exactly. If we can't beat uh, the Super Bowl, uh, a, a eventual Super Bowl, uh, either AFC champions or, or Super Bowl champions, in my mind. Or they're the division winners anyway. And if we're not winning our division, then we don't we don't really deserve you know, to, to, to make it to the playoffs, at least not this year. So I think great season by the Dolphins overachieved, just like many of the Miami teams in 2020 overachieved. They, they put a smile on their face when things were looking really uh, uh, grim in 2020. Uh, the, the, the future looks really bright. We got the, the third pick in the draft as well as I believe the 18th or the 19th uh, pick in the draft. What I don't want to see them do is draft an offensive lineman with their first pick, which is probably likely what they're going to do, though. Like once we get over to draft time, uh, all the projections are going to say that they're going to pick an offensive lineman for the first. Yeah, but I don't like picking about the an offensive or... lineman for the first pick. To me, you pick a pass rusher, pick a pass rusher because you need somebody who can just be in there and and play automatically, like Chase Young of last year. We already got our quarterback. The second best position is somebody who yeah, but stop the I'm thinking. So I think we need but a I'm... pass rusher. Give me a young pass rusher. See, but we both agreed on the pass rusher. Um, I mean, we both said we, they should get a pass rusher first. Um, that was before we actually seen that fucking game that had us looking kind of crazy. But yeah, I do think we need a pass rusher because look, I mean, we had the corners and we got great corners paying them all this money, but we already know that the the D lines and the corners, they 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 work hand in hand. You give them to the quarterback too much time, corners can't guard um, receivers more than three, four seconds, man. Four seconds is like, plenty of time so you know you we giving them um receivers three four five seconds you know in the pot um, um you know where our corners have to chase them down and of course you somebody's gonna slip out and, and, and like i said we need somebody like Vaughn miller chase young you know any one of these you know like players that 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 are generational players or somebody that's going to be on the team for 10 years. If we still had someone like Cam Wake on the knee, on the team, maybe I wouldn't be saying that, but Cam Wake had his problems because he was bad with the run. He was great with yeah. the pass, was horrible with the run, you know, yeah, so. Yeah, so it was done towards the end of his uh, career, though. It, like, he could give you, like, two, three sacks a season, like, right now, but. Oh, yeah, 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 nah. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about needing him. I'm talking about young Cam Wake. You know, if we had him on the on the roster, you know, we wouldn't be having to worry about that. Like you said, wide receivers come down a dozen. Um, but you know, the way that the Dolphins run their defense, you know, they begin sacks on schemes. That's what I'm kind of like, you know, I'm not sure if we really need a um, DN first. Now, if you're gonna get a DN, you know, um, I'll go ahead and trade. Like we got the third pick, trade back to like maybe the fifth because somebody other. I've I seen other teams that need quarterbacks, you know, get their pick, get another draft pick, you know, and, you know, see what it is. Don't move far too far back where we won't get anybody on our board, you know, but, but, you know, go, you know, back a little bit and, you know, gain some um, draft picks in, you know, cause I'm not sure who we have um after the second round pick. I'm not sure if we have any more picks. Do we have a third round pick four or fifth? You know, I'm not sure. I believe we have two uh, second rounds. Two Only second two. Se that's what I'm saying. 
two first rounds, two second rounds, and we have nothing else. No, we and then like one pick every every round from from that. Oh, round. okay, 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 okay. Because I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, damn, we don't have it. All right. So, yeah. um, you know, as far as what, what what we need, I think, like you said, we need we need a DN and we need a raw receiver. If if we're not gonna get that that DN, that's gonna be like a Von Miller, Von Miller or a Chase Young, you know, um, then go ahead and get Devontae um Smith. Ain't no point. I'm not gonna keep yeah, yeah. trading back and then. I don't get nobody that's spectacular. I want somebody that's an A plus. I don't want someone that's just a, a B plus or A student. I need A plus material. You're a valedictorian. You know, that's what I need. Yeah, I feel you. And we need an A plus coordinator right now too. We need an offensive coordinator. Um, you know, interesting that Chan Gailey retired. I'm cool with that because I, I was questioning him even being hired in the first place. Dude is old, man. Like Chan Gailey has been doing, um, been an offensive coordinator since what, the 80s or something like that? Yeah, I mean, 1989. Somebody, yeah, 1989. Somebody, somebody fresh, man. I, I wouldn't mind um, Steve Sharkeesian, who used to coach with uh, Tua when he had that uh, great season or um, there, there's a number there's a number of different offensive coordinators that I would take right now so we'll, we'll see who we get but um, the, the future looks bright for the Dolphins sure. now let's, let's switch gears what you gonna say something else about the Dolphins? I'm saying like Alabama's um, offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian yeah yeah, yeah. You know. The thing about him is that he used to be the coach of USC and they fired him because he had a drinking problem. So <laughs> he don't have more of a drinking problem in Miami. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, uh, maybe, maybe you don't want to come to the crib, you know, but uh he seemed like he he cleaned up his act because Alabama is they had a championship game again. That's probably not so much about him, but more so about the players. But you know, it is what it is. Any anybody, anybody fresh, I'm sure they get somebody good. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with the Dolphins. But I'm excited about the draft. I'm excited about next season. I'm excited about Tua. I'm excited about you know the Dolphins just in general with Flores at the helm. How you uh, feel about the Hurricanes? I uh, see. You you know I was at the game. You know I was at the bowl game, and. Um, I was so frustrated in that first half, bro. Like, I, I was so like, you know, when you're in when you're in the press box and you're in your media, you gotta hold everything in because it's kind of frowned upon if you're cheering like a fan or whatever. Like mm -hmm. I'll still say stuff like, "Oh man, I can't believe he missed that tackle," or like, "Um, wow, he's wide open on that play," but I can't be like this dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> no, I can't be like that. I can't be like that. Oh, yeah. okay box so watching the game man i was just disappointed at that defense man that defense could not stop anything oklahoma state was doing it was just really really frustrating to watch uh that that uh defense play and derrick king was doing what he could in that first half and then that tragic um injury happened where derrick king the quarterback of the miami hurricanes tore his ACL in that game I kind of figured it was it was that that was the case uh, the way you know as long as he was on the field I mean on the ground and the fact that you know he had to go to the locker room and had to be helped to the locker room I was like oh man this is serious 
And, you know, there was a question of, wow, should we, should he even have played in this game? Of you course, know, he had no choice. Bowl game, you know. He's not going to get drafted as a quarterback. Like, he's not going to get drafted um, as a quarterback. We already know, we already knew he was coming back before that game started. And it was just uh, disappointing how the game turned out. The Hurricanes did end up losing 37 34 in the cheese bowl and I got some free cheeses by the way which I still have I still didn't even open a box <laughs> you know but I like the way the box look is it's kind of like a collectible I may just keep the box and take the cheese <laughs> you know um but uh yeah the the hurricanes disappointing season you know you know what I really want to say about the hurricanes hmm. same old fucking hurricanes it what same old hurricanes you know, like every year, it's like we get hyped up. We get so excited with them because we just love them. You know, you and I, we love the Hurricanes to our core. Um, and we get excited because, you know, we read stories like, you know, and we, we, we see the hype. And then, and then the season starts and we usually start off pretty decent or pretty well. And then we get to a point where we didn't make the we didn't make the playoff or we don't win the conference and we don't win the bowl game. That's been the the trend for the past few years. We don't win the conference, we don't win the bowl game, but we win games. We win some games, you know? And it's just disappointing for me. Like I'm I'm tired of seeing it. I'm really tired of seeing it because every time I'm thinking, okay, the U back, nah, they not, you know, and next season come, okay, the U back, nah, they not, you know, so I don't know if this team, I hate to say this, but I don't know if the Hurricanes will ever be back to a level of Ohio State or an Alabama or a Clemson because obviously those are, the, those are like the top three teams in college football. Will we ever be back to that level? And if we do, what's it going to take? What What's it going to take for the Hurricanes to be back at a level where we was dominating in the, in the early 2000s and the 90s and the 80s? What's it going to take? They need to hire real niggas, man. Like Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz is cool, but we already know he got the job because of politics. His dad was the former mayor. Like, that's the real reason why he got it. We had um, Butch Davis right there. And people are gonna say, oh, Butch Davis, like, man, when he went to UNC, he turned that 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 or, or, um, organization, or not organization, but that school around. You know, same thing, I expect what I expect from him. You know, Miami just always trying to do things. Um, you know how sometimes you need that, that dog? Butch is that dog. Look at his name. You know, and I'm just being real. He he's like a real um football coach. He's like a when I consider when I can see Butch Davis, I'm looking at um the Urban Myers, the 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 you know the let me see the um fucking what's his name the one the one that say oh Nick Saban. Not saying that he's a cheater like them, but I put all of them in a certain category. You got other coaches. Yeah, of course you're gonna be a coach, but certain people like Bush Davis, like the Jimmy Johnson's when he was in, in college, certain names just stick. Certain names are gonna have, um, when they're dead and gone, people gonna remember their names. People not gonna remember 
on Manny Diaz. Like, who's going to be like, like, I'm just being real, you know, and, and I like all the innovations that he doing, you know, the transfer portal and, you know, cool. But, you know, I mean, he didn't learn his lessons from last um, the, when we lost, when he lost to his formal um, um, head coach, you know, and we got to ask whooping the same team, UNC, got to ask beat, you know, he, he, he is, is that person like, you know, when they say, you know, what's insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and thinking that you're going to get a different result. That's what Manny Diaz normally does. All his linebackers are over aggressive, you know, so, so whoever, whoever is a, whoever is a running back, you know, going to go ahead and, you know, wait like a Frank Gore normally does wait, <laughs> you know, and then boop, out of the hole. And, and, and same thing with our corners. Our corners are suspect. You know, we always we always have these these garbage ass corners. You know, they're small. You know, like it's just like when I see the University of Miami and I see other teams, it just shows that like yo, I don't know what's going on with Miami, but it seems like all of our players are a lot smaller than the rest of the country. You know raw receivers, when it comes to running backs. And it could work when it comes to the running back, when it comes to the raw receiver, if you're going on speed. But if right. you're going on toughness, like, yo, these corners is not gonna, gonna uh, man up against someone that's 6'4", 215 pounds. You're gonna get, like, our, our corners are like probably like 190 pounds, tops. Yeah. yeah. get muscled all day. That's the problem with the motherfucking canes. So as I look at the motherfucking Canes, you know, a lot of disappointment, like Marcus stated, but um, it is what it is. You know, I, my, my whole thing is, I know that we have a, had a good um, national signing day, uh, one of the best in, in the country. So like me and Marcus said, you know, hopefully we could keep building on that and have another, another signing like that next year. You know, but but after after you know Banda, you know he wind up leaving the University of Miami to go to University, I think Utah, something like that. Yeah, Utah, Utah State. State. Yeah, like you know, you see that I heard he was one of the main reasons why a lot of people actually stayed with Miami. So yeah. I don't know if you know whoever is going to come in the 2022, uh, 2021, 2022. Uh, National Signing Day. I don't know what they plan on doing. Do they plan on leaving? You know, I don't think that they're going to go to um, um, Utah State. They probably best bet is staying over here. But, you know, that can be a problem. And we wind up getting rid of um, Mike Rump, which was a good move because Mike Rump, when he played for the University of Miami, I didn't think he was that great anyway. He was the weakest link on the link. I mean, he was playing with like, Hall of Famers. Did you hear what I just said? He was the weakest link of the links. Yeah. And that's just being real. Am I lying? Nobody's saying they're Hall of Famers. We're just asking, am I saying something that's true? Yes. He was the weakest one out of all of them. John Taylor's. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, he would still be the dog right now on this team if he played. But I, I, I agree with you that that maybe he needs to go. I like Mike Ruff. I spoke to him several times. He's a cool dude. But obviously, he is lacking in recruiting the position of defensive back. He because, has no name. 
because yeah, that's um that's that's kind of where we lacking at. And I, I want to piggyback on a point that you made about players being big, you know. And you know, we know what Florida got, right? Florida got speed. We got speed. We'll we'll, we'll have receivers and we'll have fast corners, but not necessarily tough corners. And we'll have you know you know good players at every at every level. But those good players get plucked from, you know, by Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, all these all these colleges come in and take these players. So what we need to do, I know this whole recruiting class was like majority of South Florida, which is great, you know, um, just because you're keeping some hometown kids. But, yo, we need to expand the recruiting. It can't be just be Florida or South Florida. You got to get some some hogs from from Wisconsin or something that wants some South Florida sun shine. You know what I'm saying? You got to get like some linebackers that are from from Texas or something like that, which is actually what we used to do in the 90s. Jesse Armstead, he's he's out of Texas, one of the best um, linebackers to ever play for the U. So if you ask me, it's like, that's where it needs to start. The recruiting needs to just, it can't be just, oh, we need to dominate Florida. I mean, it needs to be like, okay, we need to get, you know, some dogs from Florida. Yeah, of course. But we need to get some players from other places, from California, from, you know, from Ohio, from, from, from Pennsylvania, from, Texas. you know, Wisconsin, from Texas, you know, that that's, that's where the U would take it to the next level because, you know, I love South Florida. Obviously, I cover, I see these kids all the time. I cover them every weekend. You know, I, I know what they can do. They got speed. That there, There's nobody, when it comes to speed and quickness and agility, you know, Florida is pretty much second to none. But when it comes to power and just aggression, you know, you got to go sometimes to different places to maybe a Georgia or Louisiana or like, because Ed Reed, He's not from here. He's from Louisiana. Louisiana. You know, Reggie Wayne is is a finalist for, for the Hall of Fame. Louisiana, you know, like, so other players, you have to get some other players to, to, to come with our dogs from South Florida in order for the Hurricanes to, to, take, to take it to the next level. And they, they struggle to do that, man. They, they struggle to, why is it that play, uh, coaches from Alabama and Clemson can come down here and, and get players, but we can't go to a South Carolina and get players. We can't go to Alabama and, and, and get players. Why not? We can't go to Texas and get players. Texas is a big state. They got a bunch of dogs too in every big city and the little cities. You telling me we can't go to a, like a Houston and get a player or a Dallas and get a player. I mean, that that's where I feel like we are lacking in recruiting. And maybe that's the reason why Manny Diaz made the decision to, to, to get rid of uh, a rough you know, I am disappointed in Banda. Banda is also a great guy that I spoke to several times. He's he's real down to earth. Um, a lot of these kids love Banda. I don't. I didn't hear a lot of kids got rid of the other guy. I didn't hear a lot of kids saying that they love Rumpf a lot. You know, when I speak to them, they don't mention Rumpf. I don't hear that, uh, but I do hear Banda a lot. Uh, some of the other coaches as well. But, you know, I think that that's where that's where it has to go, because if, if we don't, if we just keep recruiting South Florida kids, it's going to be the same thing. We're not going to be Clemson. We're never going to win the conference. And we're likely going to lose our bowl game because our, our kids don't really care about the bowl game so much. They care about winning. And, you know, once you when when you're in a bowl game, it's pretty much an exhibition game. Only players like De'Ara King, God bless his soul, 
will fight tooth and nail to try to get you a win in a bowl game. And so that's why I really kind of broke my heart to see the dude like, you know, go down like that because without him, without him straight up, we got four losses this year. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But think about it. Look what happened. What was your thoughts about Nikosi? Because I remember that I gave up on Nikosi. He came Everybody in and he did his thing. <laughs> he did his thing when he came back. Whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever mentoring De'Aaron King and Rhett Lashley did for him, he want I wind up seeing a difference in him. He was he was actually looking better than, than De'Aaron King. I'm gonna just be real with you. He was looking better than De'Aaron King with the long, with the mm. long balls. He was looking better long than balls. De- I give you that with the long balls, but you not I mean? not efficiently. Nah, yeah. but if you're talking about De'Aaron King, um, De'Aaron King was, I think his, his De'Aaron King's problem and probably one of the problems that Tua's kind of had is his, him being short. I don't know if that is a major problem or is because, oh, he elusive. You know, he got, he got, uh, 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 you know, the legs under him. He could run, but, you know, Nikoshi could run too. He was right. I think the thing is, is that these quarterbacks, Tua and De'Aaron King, they don't want to make mistakes. You know, they, they're more afraid of making the mistake than making the big play. And when the coach is from Dade County, man, you already know the saying, scared money don't make no money. So if you're money, don't make no money, for real. You, know, you, gotta, um, you gotta be a, you know, you, you gotta, I understand, but sometimes you gotta um, just air it out. And and my whole right. thing is, it seemed like Nikosi was a little bit comfortable more in that game. Because he had nothing to lose, though. You know, he has nothing to lose. You know, yeah, he, 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 it's not like if if I came in the game, I'm gonna I'm gonna be bombing it. You know, I'm gonna be bombing it every time I get. You know, I'm not gonna be checking it down. I'm not. I'm gonna try to make a highlight, and that and that's exactly what Nikosi Perry was doing. You know, I would doubt that Nikosi Perry is gonna do that consistently on a week to week basis. See, I, I feel like know. defenses would figure that out with Nikosi. See, but, Perry see, but that's my whole thing. Good. That's my whole thing. I, you know. You know, I don't think that he's going to do – I'm not sure. I, I can't tell you. He, it's not like he's in the NFL and he, you know what it is when you get from him. You know, I mean, we already know that our previous um, offensive coordinators and whoever was quarterback coaches was not great for Nikosi. We know that. That's why they're not here. So he he got De'Aaron King that's older, you know, and he has Rhett Lashley that's re- willing to air it out. I mean, they call it the air raid offense for no – I mean, for a reason – even though we was not bombing motherfuckers like a mother. But still, regardless of the fact, I just feel like he is a lot more comfortable with that um, coaching staff and with that O-line, you know? Um, he got time. He got time in the pocket. Yeah, he got, He. I mean, yeah, sometimes he got rushed, but he he made the right decision. And if you're garbage, you're always going to make the wrong decision. I could see, I could see um, if De'Ara King isn't, ready to go in the beginning of the season, which I doubt. I think he should be ready by then. But um, because I think he did suffer like an MCL tear before or some shit like that. Regardless of the fact, I think he'll be able to, Nikosi will be able to hold it down um, if he's absent, you know? And and that's that's the only good thing that I got from there. It's not like, you know, we lost the Eric Keenan and I'm like, fuck, again, we have no quarterback, you know? I'm like, yeah. We lost them, but we got Garcia and we got Nicosi. So, you know, yeah, hopefully come back. Definitely looking good. Um, you know, it seems like surprisingly that position is is solid for the next, you want to say, two to three years, which is which exactly. is great, great to know. I mean, 
I, you know, we talked about the recruiting class a little bit and the recruiting class is decent enough to keep us afloat. But are we going to beat the Clemsons? No. Are we going to beat the Alabamas? No. And by the way, we open the season next season against Alabama, against Alabama and we're going to get smoked. You know, <laughs> you know I, I hate that's to, our problem. I, I don't know that. why we always start off with these teams. Why, why you don't let it be like the third game? Why you have to, you know, when, when you're still trying to get some of these bugs out, why are you trying to, you know, you don't have no continuity, no this, no that. And they're always the first team that you want to play. First, it was LSU. Now it's Alabama. Before yeah. LSU, who else it was? They played Florida first game. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? Like, every time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is, but and we'll we'll see what happens. And I'm gonna be cheering for the Miami Hurricanes that day. I actually don't know if where well, I think that game is actually in Dallas. Who knows? Maybe I might get a credential for that game and I'm going to Dallas. Who knows? And I will be cheering in my mind in the press box in Dallas. Actually, if it is in Dallas, I'm gonna try to go for real because I want to see that stadium, anyways. <laughs> but um don't play no Mo three and don't play no Boosie. You know, they beefing over there. I need you to come back safe. but uh one of the weird things about 2020 this year is that um the rose bowl speaking of dallas was played in dallas this year the rose bowl traditionally always played in la in pasadena and in front of the sunshine whatever uh was played in dallas because california where it was not you know a lot more southern california i believe not uh, allowing fans in the game and they wanted fans to actually be at the game so the game Alabama against Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl was in Dallas and this wasn't a game at all um you know we kind of figured that it was not going to be a game I actually the, the game was probably even closer than it was ended up being a 31-14 Nord- um, Alabama win over Notre Dame but what really jumped out to me and probably everybody else and all the Heisman voters is this kid, Dante Smith, is the real deal, bro. He is, like, small for real, but dude, like, is extremely quick. He, he's like a young Deshaun Jackson when Deshaun Jackson was, like, the best receiver in the league, you know? Um, so he is the real deal. He was the real deal in that game. And, and the thing about it, too, is that Notre Dame knew that shit. They they knew that Devontae Smith is that boy, and they still couldn't stop him. So that really was saying a lot about how great that kid is. And Alabama looks like a like a machine, like they like they always are. I actually don't know what's gonna happen in this game, um, in this national championship game that's coming up, and we'll pick that on on Saturday. But I think it's gonna be interesting. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout at all. Um, because Justin Fields on the other side had a tremendous game against Clemson. Six touchdown passes, and he wasn't even 100% for the second half, and he was still throwing, and he was throwing dimes, bro. Yeah, West, it was, it, it was just, the ball was just falling right into the um, <laughs> broad receiver's hand. I'm like, yo, I'm, hey, it is what it is, man. Yo, the kid was throwing dimes, kid, like, like off balance, perfect just perfect read just wow he 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 really showed something in that game which was a step up from the game before which i saw the big 10 championship game he wasn't even any anything remotely close 
to what we saw against Clemson. And that's Clemson. And that, and the other game was Northwestern. So, I mean, Justin Fields, he's the real deal. I mean, from what I saw in that Sugar Bowl game, he made Trevor Lawrence look like he's just average. Hey, look, man. All it is for me is we got the third pick. Y'all want any one of them quarterbacks? You know, because somebody's going to be left on the board. I'm not sure if the Jets going to draft a quarterback. If they do, they got to get rid of Sam Darnold. But I'm not sure. Um, may wind up drafting a quarterback because they fired Adam Gase like we thought. Um, and, you know, I mean, new head coach going to want their new quarterback. They want to draft their own quarterback, especially if you got the second pick. So, you know, I don't know. But if, if, if there's one quarterback on the board, and of course, like you said, you got the BYU coach that, I'm not coached with a quarterback that, that's going to be coming out, you know. But again, if anybody want to make a deal, we'll move back once, you know, and, yeah. and, and we'll pick up another draft pick and call it a day. But it's what all good. You, what would you say if we did draft him, though? If we what? If we drafted uh, Justin Fields. What, what, what would you say? You have to get rid of Tua. Get rid of Tua? You don't have to. You don't have, you, I mean, what's so the basically what I'm asking though? It you would take Justin Fields over Tua? No. You would take you take Tua. Okay. I'll keep I'll keep Tua because I mean he's accurate like a motherfucker. Like I don't care about all that. He had no weapons. I'm not gonna be one of these these people that don't know what they're talking about when they talk about football. Look, I know that he, I, I, it was I was on the bandwagon. Um, where uh, you was tank for Tua. We tanked for him. We got him. We didn't do the complete tank, you know, but but we got him. I like what I seen. He was not so – look, I told you, like, I wanted to leave him on a bench the whole year. Just the plain fact that I got a little glimpse of him this year, I don't mind. We're 10-5. and five. Our defense is stout. Fitzpatrick's going to be gone next year, you know, and, and, and we'll go ahead and we'll draft a – I'm pretty sure we're going to draft a quarterback, you know, um, Somebody probably like in the later rounds, you know, developmental quarterback, you know, nobody to, to be worried about. But yeah, I ain't worried about it. But you know, that that only game game is not anything to talk about. You know, we knew that Alabama was gonna do what it do with them. And with Clemson and Ohio State, you know, I bite my tongue. You know, I thought Ohio State didn't deserve to be there. They showed they deserved. So yeah. It's it very is similar to uh, 2014, I think it was. And it was actually the first year of the playoff where it was the same type of talk. Everybody was like, oh, Ohio State doesn't deserve to be there. Um, and they got there. They beat Alabama and they won the national championship with uh, Cardell Jones. And I don't know even where he's at right now, <laughs> but um, Zeke was on that team and Michael Thomas was was the receiver on that team. Uh, that team was loaded. Now, now looking back at it in hindsight, you're like, damn, that team was loaded. Uh, they had Dedrick Ward in the corner, uh, who's over at the Browns now. I mean, that team was absolutely loaded, but Alabama obviously was loaded too. They had Derrick Henry on, on the other side. Um, uh, of that field I think uh, Jerry Judy was was on that team as well so so yeah man it, it was um it, it was a disappointing games just because you had two blowouts and you expecting hey these are playoff games they should be close but they're not and that, that, that's basically the thing about college football though is like we were disappointed with them not really expanding the playoff or whatnot but it's obviously that those four teams were the best four teams 
Um, and I think they got that right because Cincinnati actually played, uh, they played Georgia and they played them close, but Georgia's got two losses and Alabama whooped up on Georgia. I seen that game like um, from, from first quarter to fourth quarter and they whooped up on Georgia. They, 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 they made them look average and Georgia um, was struggling to beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati probably should have won that game but Georgia with the athletes, Tyreek Stevenson, the kid from down here, um, ended up making one of the best plays uh, to, to end up winning that game. But they, they, they got it right. As far as the teams that should have been in the playoffs, uh, they got it right. Texas A&M, I don't think they really deserved to be there. Yeah, they, they blew out North Carolina in the Orange Bowl, but they, I don't think they were one of the best four teams. And you got blown out by Alabama too. So why would we put you in there anyway? So, so anyways, um, so that's it about, about the playoffs. We'll see what happens Monday night, but yeah, like we said, we'll, we'll make a pick on that game, a little more analysis on the, on the regular sports uh, podcast on Saturday and Saturday, we got playoff games. We got playoff football, you know, we got the Colts and the bills to start it off, which is a pretty good game to start it off. You know, even though the Colts are like the last team to get in and we already said how we both kind of like the bills but but the Colts are kind of a sneaky good team and, and and I think Rivers will keep it close you know with the bills but the bills are just clicking on all cylinders man I, I think they're just they're they're just uh gonna take the game over in the second half and I see the bills winning this game behind the arm and legs of Josh Allen with about uh, a 31, I would say, to 20 uh, score score line uh, to win this game and advance to the to the next round. I can't hear you, bro. I think I, I think the Bills okay. gonna do what they've been doing. The Bills gonna go ahead and um, dominate. That defense been looking crazy. I'm like, yo, and you know when we lost to them, they didn't even have the starting cornerback on the field you know and they did what they did with us you know you know that you're a good team when you could go ahead and throw some points up and then just have your quarterback just sit on the bench like second second quarter was he on the bench in the second quarter yeah uh, you know? he didn't play the second half he didn't play the second half so you know it is what it is and the Colts I'm looking at you know yeah I think it's gonna be a good game like we said when we um picked a them to win a few games before um, this week. Um, we thought they had a good offense. We think they had a good defense. You know, they got a veteran in Phillip Rivers. We know he a gook. He be fucking up here and there, but for the most part, he's a decent quarterback. You know, he's not, he's seen a lot. He's like another Fitzpatrick. He's not been on 17 teams, but regardless of the fact, he's seen a lot of different defenses. Um, this is a time that he don't he don't need to worry about um, Tom Brady. He don't need to worry about New England. This is his time. I mean, because I mean, if he don't win the Super Bowl now, he's never gonna win the Super Bowl, you know. Um, so for that, I'm just gonna go ahead and and pick the 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 Bills because I think the Bills 
they're 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 moving like a well-oiled machine it is bad for me to say it you know it is what it is but again i don't mind i don't mind the bills winning the super bowl and then it just makes the miami dolphin look better because you know when we lost to them the way we lost to them we're We'll, we'll look back and be like, we lost to Super Bowl champions. Now, right. of course, I hate the Bills. I've never wanted the Bills to win a championship. The Jets never yeah. win a championship. But, hey, I could deal with that, you know, knowing yeah. that, um, you know, it is what it is. So I, I, I pick I pick the Bills to win this game by two touchdowns. I don't think it's going to be as close as people think. Um, it's going to be 21 to 32. Okay, that was uh, very, very close to my score, 31 to 20. <laughs> All right, so uh, so uh, next game, and by the way, uh, as far as the Bills winning the Super Bowl, yeah, I feel the same way Um, as far as them, you don't want the Bills to win. But as far as any team that's in our division, they're the least hated for me. Like, I hate the Jets and the Patriots way more than I hate the Bills, yep. you know? Although the Bills used to whoop our ass in the 90s and I hated them for that, but they were still a, a, a nice team to watch for some reason. Exactly, they were, exactly, they exactly. had some good players or whatever. And they went to four straight Super Bowls and lost them. So if they won the Super Bowl after losing four straight, I wouldn't feel that bad about it. But, you know, fuck the Bills anyway. But, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, next game is actually a better game, definitely, is the Seahawks and the Rams. Um, this this is a this game. Is the third time they played each other, right? Yeah, they're they're in the same division, so they play each other twice a year. And the thing about these two teams is, like, you never know what you're gonna get with them. Sometimes they look like Super Bowl caliber, and then other times they look like goofs. You know, <laughs> you know, like even or, Russell Wilson has had some goof games. So I don't really don't know what to say about this game, but who who is is gonna win and when I when I have a game where I don't know who's going to win, I try to break it down by position groups. You know, I, I, I break it down by position groups. So quarterback, you already know who, who's the better quarterback. Running back, kind of a wash, you know, but maybe Seattle. Yeah, because you were telling me last week, Seattle on running back been kind of doing a little something the last few years. I, I don't really know his name too much, but you know, I've seen a few highlights, and then, and then, matter of fact, you said something about him in the podcast, and then, like, the very next day, i seen him speaking about him, so I'm like, okay, yep, yep. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, receivers, I would have to probably say the Rams total, even, even though Seattle, ha- Seattle has the best receiver in, in DK Metcalf, but as far as, like, a group is concerned, I would go with the Rams with Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods. I, I feel like their combination is a better than DK Metcalf, and I don't know who else is on Seattle as far as a receiver. Uh, O-line, they're both kind of decent. I would say Rams probably a little bit better. D-line, Rams. Defensive backs, Rams. Linebackers, Seattle. Um, so – then it comes down for me to coaching. It's like, who's the better coach? McVay, he's kind of the young guy, the young up-and-coming guy. And then you got Pete Carroll, the old guy who's been here forever. So I still don't know who's going to win this game. After all explaining all of that shit, 
I still don't know who's going to win. So if, if I had to make a coin flip, the most important position on the field is what? Quarterback, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say defense. Well, defense as a whole, but yeah, 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 okay, okay. I would say quarterback. So I'm going to put my trust in Russell Wilson. There you go. And <laughs> you thought I was going to say goof? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because not every other time you have picked them previous times, I was wrong when I pissed Russell Wilson. And you was right every time you picked the Rams. So I'm like the third third time going around. I'm like, I know this motherfucker going to go ahead and pick the Rams. So yeah, I'm like, I was, I are you going to pick the... It. Okay, okay. I was thinking about it, but I'm like, I, it's playoff time. I think this is Russell Wilson's time. But it's going to be a close game coming down to the last second, last field goal, last touchdown, something like that. I mean, I, I would say 27-26 Seattle Seahawks win. Same here. Um, you know, I think it's going to be like a defensive game. It's not going to look as defensive because, you know, they're going to be in the 20s, you know, as scoring-wise. But I really do feel like the Seahawks are going to find a way. Russell Wilson – is going to go ahead and have a game-winning drive and either score a touchdown or set it up for the field goal and, and just, you know, humiliate Goof all over again um, in the playoffs. You know, um, like Marcus stated, you know, earlier, you know, what's the best position in, uh, on the field is the quarterback. Most important is the quarterback. Me personally, I think Pete Carroll right now is a better coach because he's been there, he's been there longer. He, he's seen a lot more. McVay is one of the best, if not one of the upcoming best. You know, in 20 years from now, 30 years from now, they'll be talking to him, talking about him in the same breath with the Pete Carrolls and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but again, like like you said, you got goof. And, and again, Russell Wilson, your ass – uh, made me look crazy twice during the season. Probably a little bit playoffs more than twice. Are, He's gonna make but, up. He's gonna but make it's up. the playoffs. And and I'm not used to seeing the Seahawks get eliminated in the first round. You know, that's yeah. just something I'm not used to seeing, you yeah. know. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Seahawks, win by field goal, um, 28 to 25. Um and call it a day. I think what's the next game that we have going on? We have the next game, which is the Bucks and Washington. Oh my God, we really got to talk about this game. Like it's the last game on Saturday, so yeah. how is that? That need to be the first game. It's the last game because Tom I don't understand it either. I don't understand like why they did this order like this either. We already talked about basically the best game, which is going to be that Seattle uh, Rams game. Why is that not the last game? I don't understand that shit at all even the Colts Bills game that should be the second game just like you said and this game should be the first game like why exactly. are we I don't understand that like why is Washington Washington even in the playoffs I don't even know why because fucking fucking ass Philly but we're gonna talk about that on the podcast because I'm gonna go off for a while on that shit because <laughs> like I just can't understand like why Washington is in the playoffs right now it's just ridiculous. They don't they don't deserve to be there. I love I love Alex Smith, man. He's a great story. He's a comeback player of the year, you know, whatnot. Um, Terry McLaurin is a good receiver. He's a good solid receiver, but you know, he's like in the 15 or 20s as far as the uh, best receivers in this league. But after that, you got a young running back, Antonio Gibson, rookie. You know, he's potentially gonna be another good running back. I mean, pretty solid. 
and you got Chase Young, the 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 defensive lineman who's already acting a fool with with a uh, sweat who is from Florida State, who's finally, you know, showing what he can do. He didn't do anything at Florida State, but now he's in the league and he's like balling out. They got a solid team, but are they playoff? They, are they a playoff team? No. It, can the Dolphins whoop up on this team? Yes. Like, why is this team in the playoffs and not us? It's, it's the NFL is just it's it's fucked up how, how you get in the playoffs you, you know they won that sorry ass division with with a bunch of gookin teams and they got into the playoffs which is ridiculous Tampa Bay and the Bucks are going to win this game easily they finally look like they're supposed to be the team that they're supposed to be but unfortunately and investment and, and, and to Antonio Brown seems like a life favorite now that Evans wind up injuring itself so right exactly which is crazy and i saw the play when that happened it was like it was kind of a freak play and that's kind of how most of these play uh players get injured on these freak plays where no one even really touches them yeah that's what happened with the pre yeah yeah so um but yeah they still got really good chris godwin is an underrated receiver he's been hurt most of the season that's why you haven't really heard from him but he can step into that role you got antonio brown you got gronk who's you know a solid player that obviously Brady knows very well they got two decent running backs that can do enough and their defense is pretty solid too so I think they're gonna win the game it's not gonna be a fun game to watch I'm not watching huh I ain't watching that yeah it's not gonna be I'm doing something else I ain't gonna waste my time wasting my I don't even like Tom why would I be watching his ass fucking play (laughs) against another team that is garbage that doesn't even deserve to make the playoffs like no i'm not watching that game i'll probably watch the first two games it's perfect my wife will be at work it's saturday by the time she get off and get home football be done for me you know they probably the nfl probably wind up doing that 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 time slot because they probably have a lakers game or another game you know with a competitive sports you know and they're like hey you know, uh, let's go ahead and, you know, set it up now because nobody's going to watch this game anyway. So we'll put, put it now. I'm then And whoever was going to watch football, they would have watched it early because of these games. And there's no NBA um, games at that particular time. So we could go ahead and make the money that way. So that could be a reason why they're having Tom Brady, like, do this at, you know, um, 8 o'clock or whatever later time that they got the game. But it doesn't matter. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be like a game like they did similarly um, last week. I see that they score. It's going to be 32 to possibly 10. It's 32 to 10, you know, um, Tom Brady will be sitting on the bench by the third, by the fourth, third or fourth quarter. And, you know, we will have backups playing. So, you know, that's what we have for, that 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 yeah i I think is a very similar score i think it's gonna be like uh, not much of a blowout but i think it's just gonna be a just a go to sleep type of game 27 14 type of game where washington probably gonna keep up with them for like a a quarter or a half they may even have the lead in the first half but then uh the bucks just take over and they dominate this game and they move on uh to the next round so those are all the games on Saturday. We'll pick the Sunday games on the on the next uh, podcast. Um, but-
but that's pretty much it, man. Football winding down, bro. So it's, it's going to be a little a little less hectic. We'll talk about more other uh, sports topics. Like, you know, like the Miami Heat. I think we're playing today. I think we're playing right now against Boston Celtics. So we'll talk about that game on Saturday, see what they do. Um, but uh, I do want to give everyone a little bit of the Benjamin report from Marcus Benjamin, you know, I had to tee it up a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last week, I, I went to the Senior Bowl, the Football Hotbed Senior Bowl. Um, I probably will also be at the Georgia-Florida game in a couple weeks. Okay. Uh, so that should be a good a good game. It's a, it's a game with, with the seniors. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that turns out. But the last game uh, was a pretty decent one. Um, it was a competitive game, and it's not more so about the game with the senior bowl, though. It's more so about the players who stood out. Um, so who stood out for me is a player, um, Joel Felder. And by the way, the live stream uh, of the entire game is on YouTube. And yours truly was on the play-by-play of the game. So check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, actually didn't even have the roster for the first quarter. But I still, you know, managed to, you know, do the play by play for this game. But Joel Feld out of, out of Stranahan High School is a beast. And he should be on a team. And the fact that he doesn't have a D1 scholarship is a tragedy. It doesn't make any sense. Joel Felder is his name. He has a beast mode type of run in this game. It's in the fourth quarter. If you want to fast forward to the fourth quarter and just to see that run. But this and he does like a backflip as a celebration so he gets you know 10 on the celebration and 10 on the run uh so i interviewed the kid afterwards seems like a a good kid and it should be a nice addition to any team that picks him up so he is definitely uh, one of the standout players for me the other player is uh a defensive back kyle uh i'm sorry chris fouls out of miami Booker T. Washington, he had a pick six in this game. Now, the interception was kind of just a bad throw. It kind of just fell into him. He he caught the ball, but it was more about his run back. His run back, he was able to weave his way through uh, the opposing tacklers to make his way for a touchdown. He dove for the end zone. The ball got knocked out, but it was still the touchdown. Kid just got speed, though. So if you want speed on a football team, he is that player. Now, the uh, now Fowles may not be a power five type player, but he's definitely a D1 player. Both of these players, D1 type players, they should be playing on uh, a college football team sometime next season. So look out for them, college coaches. If you're listening to this or you're watching this, definitely look out for Chris Fowles and uh, Joel Felder at quarterback who really excelled to me was Will Haynes. Will Haynes, uh, really good player. Um, that he was very efficient with the ball. He definitely should be also having a, a D1 scholarship. So, Will Haynes, definitely a player to look out for if you're a college coach, should be on a D1 squad as well. So, those were my three. Uh, top players from the senior bowl of course just like with everything else since we you know we don't have a lot of games so everything's gonna it's not so much uh information it's more about recruiting it's more about players now it's more about players uh, that i see uh at at different camps and combines 
and at these type of games and seven on sevens. Seven on sevens is something that's that's real, Wes. I know like both you and Chris like don't know anything about seven on sevens, but it's real. My wife, she knows about seven on sevens now. She's like, oh, okay, seven on sevens, I like it. You know, because it's like it's it's you get to see these players who are younger and they play in these and it's mostly more about the quarterbacks and the receivers and the DBs. I'm not gonna lie. It's really about them. But those those were those are the players we come to see anyway exactly, <laughs> for football exactly. games. You know, it, it's really and and some of the running backs and linebackers too, because they also play in these seven on sevens. Um, South Florida Express is a seven on seven team that wins national championships usually year after year, and it's usually the ballers in South Florida are either on South Florida Express or Fire. Those are the top two teams. Those are the to- notorious top two seven on seven teams. So as soon as they have tryouts, I'll be there. You know, seeing who who the next up and coming players are. We'll look out for that uh, on the next, uh, not the next Benjamin report, but a Benjamin report in the future. So that's Benjamin report uh, for tonight. Okay, so that's gonna end the Benjamin report, and that's gonna be the the end of our podcast, the Mark West Sports Podcast. Um, definitely, we'll be catching. That heat game just started just now, so we get to watch that right now. So, so it's perfect. (laughs) So yeah, we're definitely gonna go ahead and. You know, you know, I got to pull me up a little beverage real quick while I go ahead and watch this game. Um, of course, it's my day to cook. cook. It's already done. So I got my beverage. Food's right. already ready. What you made, um, bro? Oh, I, I made some baked spaghetti. Oh, okay. Baked okay. spaghetti. That's I made lamb the other day, grilled lamb. I was like, uh, you know. Hey, man, I, I felt bad. I felt bad. So I told I told my dime. I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start cooking every every Tuesday now. You know, and she and she was happy to hear that. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing that. You know, got to. You, got, <laughs> you, you feel me? Those small little things change things. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. But but, but but yeah, man. I, I'm I'm pretty sure she's gonna appreciate that. But yeah, so we'll definitely catch you guys on this Saturday to catch up on the Sunday on playoffs games. Um, and again, we'll see you on Saturday. So this the ends the episode of the Mark West Sports Podcast. Peace.